0: Hello again. Peace to you. This is Pastor Rob, your padre, Um, and God's blessing and peace be upon you in all ways that could possibly be Please, If you need a little financial help, I pray he'd send that to you. If you need a job, I pray he sends that to you. If you need love, I pray that somebody lets you today know how valuable and important you are. God's peace and blessings be upon you because God loves you. Now, I want to look at a verse today. I want to answer the question, why do bad things happen? You know, there's whole books written about this. Why do bad things happen to good people? And people have been arguing about this for thousands of years. So it is a question that might have no right answer. But I'm going to give it my best shot today. And I want to look at John chapter 9 in the Bible. There's a real interesting story in there that I think everybody takes the wrong way and preaches the wrong way and thinks about it the wrong way. Jesus and his disciples are walking along. Nice sunny day. They're having a good time. They're walking through these streets, you know. They're following, there's some mules and some camels, and so there's crap animal manure all over the street. And it's hot, so everything's all dried out. It's all dusty, and so these waves of dust, are, and the stink is everywhere. And they're walking along, but they're having a good time. They're telling jokes, and they're messing around. And they walk by, you know, how you drive up and you, you're trying to get on the freeway, and there's a guy there with a sign. They're walking along. They go by that guy. He's a blind man. That's where he sits. He sat there every day for 25 years. Everybody knows he's blind. Joe, the blind guy. And disciples say, hey, Jesus, got a question for you. Whose sin caused this man's blindness? His or his parents? Now, back in those days, you know, we they didn't have an understanding of disease and um, genetics and all these things that we do today. And so if somebody had a disability, it's because God was punishing you for something. Imagine going through your life like that. Not only are you blind, but people assume it's because your parents sinned or you sinned, something like that. Horrible. Horrible. Kicking somebody when they're down. You know? When you lose your job, you don't need somebody telling you, you know, you sucked at it anyway. You know, when, when, when that perfect girl breaks up with you, you don't need somebody telling you, yeah, you really messed that relationship up. You know, when I was in college. I had a girl break up with me. It took me a year to get over it. A year. Oh. Fortunately, I had this one friend who's like, oh, she still loves you. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> she doesn't. She dumped me. Okay, I just give me some sympathy. Don't but don't lie to me here. Okay, so they're going along and they see this guy who sinned him or his parents. I mean, just makes him and he hears this. And it just makes him feel worse. You know, maybe he started to think that, you know, maybe my parents did sin. Maybe I sinned in the womb. I don't know. And Jesus looks over the disciples and he says this, he said, whose sin caused him to be blind? And Jesus says, hell no, shit happens. Now, I, I'm, I hesitate about using profanity. I don't, I don't use it a lot, especially in sermons. But I think those words really convey Jesus at this point. Hell no, shit happens. He's saying it's not because of sin. He's saying stuff just happens in life. You can't blame his parents, and you can't blame him. Something bad happened to this guy. Can't you be a little sympathetic? I mean, if you're not going to give him a couple bucks, at least smile. Well, you can't smile at him. But, you know, give him a good word. Give him a hello. Something. Don't make his life worse, you buttheads. Now, I'm going to come back to this, but I want to take a quick detour and look at the rest of the story really briefly. So, Jesus, whose sin caused this man to be born? Was it his or his parents that caused him to be born blind? Hell no, shit happens. And then Jesus said, he was, he's blind so that God can be glorified. And the way a lot of people take this is they look at it and go, see, God tortures people to make himself look good. And I'm going, oh, dear Lord, no, 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 hell no. I think what Jesus was trying to say there was, no, it's not because of sin, but I'm going to make something good come out of it. I can take something bad and pull something good, but I didn't cause the bad. God didn't cause the bad. Jesus, at this point, he's like, well, my disciples are a bunch of a-holes treating the guy like this. I better go deal with this. So he goes over, sits next to the guy, chats with him for a couple minutes. And he looks down in that dirty, dusty manure street that they're all in. And he hawks a big old loogie, spits it down, gets everything he's got, just spits it out right there. And he starts mixing it around. So he's got this dirt and manure and spit and he picks it up and he wipes it on the guy's eyes which if the story stopped there you'd think jesus was really the a-hole at this point but jesus turns the guy says now i want you to go wash in this river and the guy said okay and maybe he's just thinking, get me the hell out of here. <laughs> this guy is a lunatic. He just wiped camel dung on my eyes. Okay, I'm leaving before these guys go any more crazy. But he left, he goes and he washes, and he can see for the first time in his life. And he is amazed. He's like, he's so happy. I mean, he's like, oh my, yeah, Okay, and he's, he doesn't know what to do. You know, I better find my parents. I gotta find my parents. Let my parents know. And people can't even believe it. They're like, "Is that the same guy?" It's like, "No, it just looks like him. Can't possibly him, because that guy's blind." And it eventually, gets back to the religious leaders. Who are kind of full of themselves, priests and the Pharisees and the pastors and and all these guys. And they 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 catch this guy. And say, "Hey, who is who? Who did this A guy named Jesus?" And it's like that guy. He he he. He's not God. He's not not one of us. He couldn't have healed you. And the the guy says, listen, I don't know. But if he's not from God, how could he have healed me? And the Pharisees look at a guy, you were born in sin. How dare you lecture us? See, they're still heaping it on this guy. Even after he's got sight, they're still going back to the old sin issue. You're a sinner. Piece of dog meat. Get out of here. Wait, wait, before you go, where is this Jesus? The guy says, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where he is. You know, I was just trying to get out of the way. These guys, I thought they were nuts. You know, and notice that Jesus didn't even tell the guy when he was done. He's like, hey, you owe me 10% of everything you make from now on. He didn't say you better be in church or synagogue every Sabbath. He didn't say you're now a follower of mine. Go tell everybody that I'm, no. Jesus does just did it which gets back to my previous podcast talking about what's ministry, okay? Do something nice for somebody without expectation of reward or that you're going to convert them to something. Just go love people. That's all Jesus was doing, loving people. So I want to back up here. So, so go back to the first part of that story. Whose sin caused this man to be born blind? Hell no. Shit happens. Jesus was going wrong, wrong, wrong. Sometimes bad things just happen. Don't blame him and don't blame God for this. Okay? It's just the way the world works. You may lose a job. You may get dumped by somebody you really like. You may have crap happen in your life. Your house may burn down. OK, it's not God. It's just stuff. And I, I think looking at the second part of that verse where where he said, but he, he's he's blind so that God could be glorified. I'm, I'm thinking he's not saying, you know, God uh, really want to hurt this guy so that God can make himself look better. What an ego that would put on God. No. I don't think he's saying God did it to make himself look good. I think he, what he was really saying was God did it and is going to make something good out of it. Because Jesus knows what it's like to be human. He does. He knows what it's like to be human. Now, if Jesus never existed and, and God is out there in heaven, that, that's one thing. God couldn't understand what we're going through. But God said, I'm going to go through exactly what you are going through. And so, Jesus, God took part of himself, Jesus, and he, he went through the whole thing. I mean, think about it from the beginning. He went through birth. Birth is nasty. It's bloody. You know, it's ugly, dangerous. Life comes out of that danger. Okay? I remember when uh, my wife and I, we had our first son and being a 90s guy you know i'm 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 there for the whole thing Uh, you know i went through the classes um and when it came time for the birth i'm standing right beside her i'm wiping her brow i'm giving her ice chips i'm breathe honey breathe honey i'm lying to her for 12 hours almost done almost done for 12 hours i'm lying okay finally head starts to come out and she's like go look and i'm like no, no, I'm going to stay right up here. I've got ice chips. You need me to tell you to breathe. I, I, I can't leave you. And she's like, no, no, go look. He's halfway born. Go look. I'm like, no, 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 please. No, no, don't make me go down there. But I went down there. She made me. And it's bloody. There's blood on my son. There's blood everywhere. And I swear to God, my first thought, she asked me later, what did you think when you saw him? She didn't ask me that when I was, during the birth. But, you know, a year or two later, she asked, what was your first thought when you saw our son? And I said, my first thought was, good Lord, his head is huge. He looked like a mutant. It was weird. And she said, well, I'm glad you didn't say that at the time. And it's like, well, no, I'm smarter than that. Yeah. No, but it was this big, ugly, bloody head. That's all he was. Um... And Jesus went through that. Jesus went through that bloody mess of birth. Because he's like, I'm if 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 I'm gonna if if I'm gonna really go through life with you, I've got to experience this life that you're going through. You know, and then there's puberty. Puberty. Oh man, Jesus think Jesus didn't go through puberty? Oh yeah, he did. The zits. You don't think Jesus looked in the, the mirror one night and saw this big old zit on his nose? I can't go out, mom. I can't go out. Mary's like, get your butt out that door. No, no, I got this. There's going to be girls there. Get out. You know, and and puberty, the girls. You think Jesus didn't wake up with hard on at, you know, three in the morning and can't go back to sleep because he's thinking about those beautiful eyes and that really nice smile the girl next door? Heck no. Jesus went through everything. He was tempted, and it's not a temptation if you don't want to do it, okay? You offer me, you know, some nice f- French cuisine, including snails. I'm not tempted because don't want to eat it. You offer me, you know, um, Dairy Queen cherry shake. Oh, you bet I'm tempted. I love those. I want to have one, okay? It's not temptation if, if you don't want to do it. Jesus was tempted, okay? And sickness, Jesus went through sickness. Yes, did he heal people as an adult? Yes, but as a human, he could not totally understand sickness if he didn't go through it. There were days when Jesus was in the bathrooms of the time, the outhouse, you know, vomiting and diarrhea at the same time. We've all gone through it. Here's Jesus, oh, oh, you know, I kind of wonder if he was a whiner. Mom, you know, I remember the first time my son threw up. I always wondered as a dad, how am I going to handle that? Am I going to do okay? I, you know, I changed diapers. My dad didn't change one diaper in his whole life. I changed diapers. But I always wondered how am I going to do with the vomit? And I found out at two in the morning one day, two in the morning, my two-year-old, three-year-old, whatever he was at the time, he comes walking in the door, Mom, Dad, yeah, I feel sick. And he got that look. You know that look that your kid gets when he's going to throw up? He got that look. Now, I didn't want the vomit in the bed because then we'd have to change all the sheets in the middle of the night, two in the morning. Didn't want to do that. I'm not dealing, no, okay? But conversely, we were renting the house and it had a shag carpet everywhere. So, I jumped out of bed. At the instant, you could see his mouth coming open. I jumped out of bed, pulled my shirt as far away from my body as I could, made a little basket right there with my shirt, put his head over it. I caught all that vomit on myself. Kept it off the shag carpet, kept it out of the bed. He puked for a couple minutes when I was sure I had it all. I said, here you go. I'm going to go take a shower. Honey, you deal with the sick kid. But we didn't have to fix the shag carpet or clean the bed that night. So I, I passed that test of fatherhood right there. But yeah, Jesus went through that illness, probably threw up on Mary at some point. Okay? And Jesus faced death. We don't have mention of his father in the Bible after, you know, the, when he was young. And there's an hypothesis that, that Joseph died at some point G, during Jesus's life. You know, and on the cross he said, you know, to one of his buddies, Hey, take care of my mom. So he, Jesus dealt with the death of his father, a family member. And then he dealt with death himself, you know, on the cross. And he could have easily, you know, come down to earth and go, You know, I'm gonna do this whole human thing, but I'm gonna die at age ninety eight, peacefully in my sleep. He said, No, nope, no. Nope. Jesus died on a cross, one of the most painful ways ever, naked, so everybody could see every scar, every inch of him, how they had whipped him and beat him. I mean, that was a painful death, and he went through it. So Jesus was fully, fully human. He knew what it took to be a human being. And so when he gets to this guy, sitting there blind, that compassion came out. Whose sin caused this man to be blind? Shut up. Don't say that to him. It's wrong. And it's not going to comfort him in any way, shape, or form. Hell no. Shit happens. Things just happen in life. God doesn't necessarily cause them. But through Jesus, God has gone through each one of those with us. And God knows what that feels like, and God, and so with this guy, and Jesus says, "You know God's going to be glorified here, not that God caused it, but I know what that's like, I'm going to walk through it with you, and in this case, I'm going to make something good out of it. You know, I've been on Facebook recently, which you can say is a mistake, but I am where grace." period, church, G-R-A-C-E dot C-H-U-R-C-H, one word, on Facebook if you want to find me. Um, <clears throat> I was on Facebook, and I keep seeing this one notice that, that I really can't stand. It says, God will never give you more than you can handle. And I just want to go, that's such crap. That is such crap. Think about the Holocaust. Okay? God didn't go, you know what? I think I'm gonna give the Jewish people a holocaust because they can handle it. No. I think some maniac over in Germany hated the Jews so much that he started this horrible thing that went on. But God said, I'm gonna be there with you. Hiroshima, we dropped a nuclear bomb on a city of people. Killed some instantly, killed some painfully through burns. Blinded some, gave some radiation poisoning and cancer. Horrible. Why did that happen? Can't blame God for that one. It was a human decision. In that case, it was a human decision. Sometimes, you know, we do the bad stuff, not God. Or a parent who's ever lost a child. God will never give you more than you can handle. Never say that to somebody who's lost a child. God's going to let your child die because you can handle it. No, that's just crap. But Jesus said, I'm going to go through it with you. And if I can make some good come out of it, I'm going to make some good come out of it. So as we end today, I'd like to say a prayer for you. So wherever you're at right now, If you're driving, don't close your eyes. First, let's just take a moment to relax. You know, just take a deep breath. Deep breath. Okay? Maybe roll your neck around a little bit. If you've got some stress in there, roll those shoulders around. Forward, up, and back. Forward, up, and back. You know, ear to one shoulder, ear to the other. Okay? Okay? If you're not driving, you know, maybe pause your hands, loop them around a little bit, shake, shake your hands out, get a little movement in your wrist. <clears throat> and in my faith tradition, I pray to God, but if you pray to the goddess, to the universe, to Mary, whoever you pray to, okay, you use what you use. But I'm going to use God, that's my faith tradition, Dear God, whatever this listener is going through, and you know what I'm going through, would you please remind us always that you're with us? You did not cause the events we're going through, but you understand the events we're going through, and you're not going to leave us. And if you can make something good come out of it, you will. Amen. Thank you. So be it. Oh, listeners, thank you for being here. Remember, your sins are forgiven. You are not under condemnation from God. He loves you. The universe loves you. Drive safely. Be safe. Go love a fellow human being. Go in peace.